Parents, we are excited to share that Lingo Kids podcasts are now available on Story Button, the stylish audio player for kids, where they can listen to our podcasts and more without having to use a parent's phone or tablet. Connect the player to Wi-Fi and stream all of our newest episodes and listen to your other favorite kid podcasts. Use the code LINGOKIDS to save $10 off your purchase at storybutton.com. Visit their website to learn more. Hey there, welcome to Grown Up with Emily, a Lingo Kids podcast that helps kids discover how to be whatever they want to be. It's Winston in the lead. He's taking the right corner on the first turn. Careful not to let the other racers pull ahead. Oh, that was a close one, Bob. Um, hey there, Winston. Aren't you supposed to be helping me find out more about race car drivers? Oh, uh, hi, Emily. Hi, I didn't hear you come in. And I am helping. This is just uh, more hands-on research. Is that an old cardboard box you're sitting in? Yep. I cut up this empty box to look like a race car. And this paper plates the steering wheel. And I even found this old horn to put on the front. Hmm. Did you take that off my bicycle? Uh, Maybe. Uh, Okay, as long as you put it back when you're done. Uh, Thanks, I definitely will, Emily. Uh, Now. I will say, Winston, your box race car is pretty inventive. But did you find anything when you were looking up stuff about race car drivers online? Oh my gosh, did I ever? I found a fantastic interview with this amazing race car driver who, get this, is only 18 years old. Really? That does sound interesting. Is that what made you want to make your own race car with things you found around the lab? Yeah, it really is. I only listened to a little bit so far. Find passion in what you do and fully commit your whole life to it. Be brave to make good decisions. Be brave to fight for what you love and be brave to be different. I think that's what we need more in kids, you know, to support their creativity, to support their passions. Like for me in the Philippines, a Filipina um, coming from a third world country, pursuing a male-dominated sport. It's like everything was against me, against all odds. But yeah, in the end, I had my parents who supported, who sacrificed everything. Uh, do you want me to start it over so you can listen too? Uh, sure, Winston. Let's do it. All right, here we go. Hi, everyone. I am Bianca Bustamante. I'm a racing driver from the Philippines. As many people know, racing is a very expensive sport that's normally reserved for people with a lot of money. And also being a woman, it was very hard to get into the sport. I think we're often always told that racing is a man's world and often girls don't have the space in the motorsport community. So it was very tough for me to get into it, but my dad was an ex-racing driver. He was very, very passionate and he loved the sport. He loved racing. And because of this, he introduced the sport to me when I was about a year old. When I was a year old, I already had my own racing suit. I already had my own gloves, my own helmet. 
And by the time that I was three, I already started driving. Hold the phone. Is that even legal? <laughs> I don't think she was driving real adult-sized cars, Winston. But there are ways you can begin to prepare to be a race car driver at a really young age. Let's see what she says about it. So by the time I was three years old, I was driving. It's called a baby cart. It's about a 60cc engine that goes about 50 kilometers per hour, 60 kilometers per hour. That's suitable and fitted for younger kids, three years old and above, all the way up to five years old. Wait, does she mean go-karts, Emily? Because I love go-karts. Bianca started out on go-karts and worked her way up to more and more powerful cars. While racing go-karts is a bit slower, it lets you get a feel for what it's like to be a real-life race car driver in a safe way. You know, Emily, there's a go-kart place only a few blocks away from here. We should go sometime. Well, why don't we go right now? Well, pump the brakes. You mean like right now, right now? Really? Sure. Let's call it a research field trip. We're talking about race car drivers today, after all. Of course, I'll bring the tablet so we can listen while we wait. Let's get a move on. Welcome to Thunder Valley Go-Kart Raceway, your place to come and race. Whoa, this place is amazing. But the lines are so long. I guess everyone wants a turn of the go-karts, huh? Oh, don't worry, Winston. I'll put our names down on the wait list. Let's listen to more of Bianca's interview until it's our turn. I feel like you'll need some tips so I won't whoop you out on the racetrack. Ha! In your dreams, Emily. But you're right. A few pointers couldn't hurt. Let's hear what she has to say. The main concept of racing is crossing the finish line. In motorsport, when we're racing, we're going at speeds of about 260 kilometers per hour. So that's about five times faster than your normal school zone speed limit. <laughs> so that's pretty much what the concept of a car racing is. And, and if you've crossed the line first, it means that you want to race. Oh boy, I can't even imagine what it would be like to win a race on a full-size track with hundreds of people cheering you on. But Emily, I didn't even realize race cars had special things that made them go faster. What do you think Bianca's talking about? Well, real race cars sometimes look like normal cars, but they've got really super-duper powerful engines that make them go fast. And all the other extra stuff is taken out. Um, other extra stuff? Like what? Like the radio or the air conditioner. Anything that would make the car heavier. The lighter the car, the faster it can go. So, anything that isn't absolutely necessary is removed. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, right! It's almost our turn to race, Emily. Let's listen to just a little bit more first. At the age of three, I was driving fast. And yeah, I just remember how happy I was. I remember asking my parents 10 million times to bring me to the racetrack to hopefully let me drive. And finally, they did. And the joy it gave me was surreal. And... I think I was very fortunate to find my life calling at a very young age to find what I want to do for the rest of my life. Hearing Bianca talk about how exciting it was for her the first time she raced is making me even more stoked to get out on the track. But how did she know what she wanted to be when she was so little? I still don't know what I even want to be when I grow up, Emily. 
Should I be worried? Oh, no, you should definitely not be worried, Winston. Some people find their calling, as Bianca put it, very early in life. But others may not find something they really love doing until much later in life. Like Henry Ford. He didn't build his first car, the Model T, until he was, get this, 45 years old. Before that, he worked for many years running a sawmill and then as an engineer. Sometimes it just takes a while to find your passion. And you know what? That's okay. Next racers to your carts. Next racers to your carts. Is that us? Oh, I'm so excited I could burst. Let's hurry over. Before we get there, I want to take a quick minute to tell you and our listeners about Lingo Kids. You know how I start every episode by saying that it's a Lingo Kids podcast? Well, Lingo Kids is the number one learning app for kids. They believe that learning can be fun, and I think so too. They transform screen time with educational and interactive games, videos, and songs. And you can play all these on their app. What do you think, Winston? What do I think? <laughs> Sign me up. Pretty cool, right? Oh, we're here. Okay, okay. Make sure you buckle your seatbelt, Winston. Start your engines. And may the best driver win. Oh, don't forget to put your helmet on. Ooh, right, right, right. Thank you. I have to clasp it to make sure it's on tight. Ready? On your mark. Get set. Go! Go! Oh, this is awesome. I love going fast. Woohoo! Look out for that turn up ahead. Ah, I could do this all day. Good job, Winston. You beat me. Hey, you put up a really good fight out there, Emily. Great race. Being a race car driver rocks. That's the adrenaline Bianca mentioned. It's like a boost of energy you get when you're really excited. I love that you're so into racing cars, Winston. Why don't we get a closer look at the real thing? Really? You mean at an actual racetrack? Don't you want to see the kind of track Bianca races on? Uh, yeah. Oh, man, I am so pumped. I got the need for speed. Wow, how exciting. So this place is... A pit stop. A place where race car drivers can pull over during a race to change their tires, get repairs done, or to get more gas. But why are there so many people besides the driver down here? Race car drivers usually have a whole team of people to help them win. Let's listen to what Bianca has to say about it. Being a driver means that you need to be a team player. A racing team has three to five mechanics per driver that fixes the car in case you have any damage, in case you hit the wall or you have any incidents. Usually a mechanic is in charge of that. They're very good with tools. They're very good with bolting everything and, you know, the muscle and heart and soul of the car. And then you have what we call race engineers that are the brain of the car, I would say, because they're often the ones thinking and computing everything from the weight of the car to how much fuel we have to put in the car or which tires to use, how much mileage we've done. And then we have what we call a race strategist. And they're the ones that most of the time actually gets you the win. So that's who all these different people are in the pit stop. The racing team. I didn't realize it took so many people to help a race car driver win. It's always helpful to work with others as a team in whatever job you do, whether you're in an office or playing baseball out on a field or on a racetrack just like this. 
Next, we have our team manager who is in charge of overseeing or like watching over us. He overlooks the mechanics, the engineers, the drivers, the strategists, and make sure that we're all working perfectly. And um, if there is um, you know, something wrong within the team, they're often the ones that fixes it or solves the problem. I think to be a team manager, you need to have a lot of patience to be able to work with everyone and kind of be everyone's eyes and ears and make everything work together. So it's very difficult. And then we have our, what we call a physical therapist. Um, a physical therapist is um, a certain doctor that overlooks the drivers to make sure that we are at our best health and our best um, physique for the race. They're the ones that really make sure that we don't get sick or that we're drinking enough or eating well enough to really be, you know, at our best shape for the upcoming race. So the team manager is like the person who brings everyone together and makes sure they're all doing their jobs. And the physical therapist makes sure that the driver is healthy and ready to race. Like a doctor. What a dream team. Oh, look, a race car is pulling in for repairs right now. Let's back up a bit. Uh-oh, it looks like one of his tires needs to be changed. Watch, the pit crew is fast. They changed the tire in what, a, a few seconds? Yep, you got it. In fact, the world record for the fastest pit stop was less than two seconds. Wow, that's almost faster than I could blink. Speed is the name of the game when you are a race car driver. Hmm. How fast can race cars go, Emily? Most race cars can go over 200 miles per hour. That's over 320 kilometers per hour. But they slow down when they go around the turns, of course, just like we did with the go-karts. But the Bugatti Chiron Supersport is one of the fastest race cars on the planet, clocking in at 304 miles per hour, or nearly 490 kilometers per hour. Whoa! I wonder how the drivers tell the mechanics that they're coming in for a pit stop. Do you think Bianca will mention that? Hmm, let's check in and see. So we're, most of the times uh, we are in direct contact with our race engineer. So every driver has their own race engineer. And for me, he's the, the main person I talk to that I ask questions to. And um, they guide you throughout the whole race to make sure that you can achieve the best mission possible. Let's listen to what else is part of Bianca's getting ready for a race routine. Our racing gears are very complicated because we put a lot of layers inside to really protect us in the car. So the very first layer we put is kind of like our second skin. It's a fireproof underwear. It's a long sleeve that covers pretty much your whole body. It's fireproof just in case you catch on fire. And then we have our suit and inside our suit, we have our radio kits and everything. We have a hands device that we put around our neck to protect our neck. And then we have our helmet, our gloves, our shoes. Race car suits are like superhero costumes. There's so many layers. That way you're more protected in case there's an accident. If you're doing a job that is physical in any way, it's good to come prepared and to be safe. I bet safety is really important for race car drivers and not just buckling their seatbelts. Because they drive so fast, race car drivers and their teams are always thinking about how to be safe. They train a lot to make sure they can handle cars at such high speeds. Wow, so it takes a ton of work and know-how to be a good race car driver. You know, Emily, I wonder how Bianca did it all at such a young age. Yeah, me too. I have a feeling she's got a few more tidbits that will be really useful to you, Winston. 
find passion in what you do and fully commit your whole life to it. Be brave to make those decisions. Be brave to fight for what you love and be brave to be different. I think that's what we need more in kids, you know, to support their creativity, to support their passions. Like for me in the Philippines, a Filipina um, coming from a third world country, pursuing a male-dominated sport. It's like everything was against me, against all odds. But yeah, in the end, I had my parents who supported, who sacrificed everything. And in the end, that's all you need. You need good people around you and a good heart and the right mentality to face anything in life, whether it's sports, your career, school, or anything. Wow, that is all pretty great advice. She found something she loved doing, and she went for it 100%. Exactly. She got a taste of the fast life and never looked back. Not that many people make it all the way to the top. It takes a lot of training to be the best. But if you work really hard and keep at it, just like her, you can race and win competitions all over the world. Plus, racing is exhilarating. Thanks for listening and for coming along to the racetrack with us today. We really enjoyed learning about what it takes to be a race car driver from racing powerhouse Bianca Bustamante. See you next time. You dream of becoming a dancer, a lion trainer, celebrity chauffeur. a special present for you. Now with your Lingo Kids Plus membership, not only will you get an unlimited all-access pass to the Lingo Kids app, but also their exclusive podcasts, only available on Apple Podcasts. Get exclusive members-only access to Growing Up, including all episodes from Seasons 1 and 2, bonus content, and deep dives into Season 1 jobs with more cool facts and real-life stories. Sign up today.